the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Well, hello everybody, welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. Trust you're doing well. Happy Friday to you. By the way, today is Open Line Friday. An opportunity for you to call in and talk about whatever your hearts desire. Um, we have got we've got a lot to get to today. We're, we've got some uh, great guests coming up. Our good buddy uh, uh, Senator Tommy Tuberville is going to be here. Also, uh, Congresswoman Kat Kamick uh, that coming up a little bit later in the show. And uh, then we're going to be uh, doing a, a radio roundtable a little bit later on. Martha Zoller from WDUN and Jeff Stein from KXEL. Will be here, but I got to start off with some some hate mail we got uh, yesterday, and it all in it it all involves uh, a, a segment that we did on the uh, the radio yesterday, uh, talking about none other than the Florida governor and failed presidential candidate Ron Boots DeSantis. So I received this letter from a guy by the name of David. I don't want to give his last name, but he wrote a he wrote a letter on the website, and I want to read this to you and ask you a question. Does does he have a point? Mr. Starnes, I listened to a short portion of your show yesterday. I say a short portion because I had to change the channel due to your childish remarks concerning Governor Ron DeSantis. I thought, what what's he talking about? Childish in that you call him Boots DeSantis. I know you like to act out like your chosen savior, Donald Trump, but you shouldn't have to lower yourself to the kindergarten level that Trump displays all too often. It's not cute, and it's not funny nor entertaining when an adult resorts to name-calling, especially towards one of the most accomplished governors in our nation right now. And frankly, one with more legislative victories than Donald Trump could ever hope to accomplish. You're fortunate to have the time slot of one of the great radio broadcasters of our time, and you clearly would not have it if not for his untimely passing. Try to earn that legacy instead of inheriting that slot. Rush could entertain without belittling. Perhaps you should work towards that goal yourself. Hmm. Clearly a Ron DeSantis supporter, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready, Boots? Oh, he's not ready. Start walking. All the way back to Florida. All right. So, so I I don't know. Does 
Does David have a point here? Am I am I being too childish? He says I'm trying to be cute, but I'm not being. I don't. I don't think I'm being cute here. I mean, I'm not the one who's wearing the lifts and the boots. I'm very comfortable with my height. Clearly, clearly, boots is not for whatever reason. And I, I would say this: really, Rush never belittled anybody. I, I, I don't know about that. Maybe the libtards and feminazis can call in and they can offer their thoughts on that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, there you go. A very unhappy customer, ladies and gentlemen. Was I out of I don't think I was out of line. Maybe I was. But anyway, David changed the channel, so he's not listening right now. Uh, 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. Uh, that's the number that you will need to call if you uh, want to weigh in on the big issues of the day. That's 901-260-5926. By the way, more uh, David Epstein news coming out. I mean, it's um, it's really weird. I'm just telling you it's really weird, and there's a lot of debauchery going on. We're going we're gonna to get to that a little bit later on. Meanwhile, House Republicans are moving against Hunter Biden. Uh, Biden, if you remember, Hunter defied the congressional of subpoenas and held that big defiant press conference on the steps of the Capitol. So now the House is looking at, at possibly holding him in contempt, contempt of Congress. Uh, James Comer, um, among others, uh, I believe uh, Jim Jordan as well, and uh, is it just me or is the Fox website clunky these days? You can't ever get to any, way too many pop-up things. Anyway, uh, Comer and uh, Jim Jordan going after going after Hunter Biden and uh, looks like they will try to hold him in contempt of Congress. Uh, Fox News learning that House Judiciary will hold a, um, a meeting on January 10th to recommend that Biden be held in contempt. So we'll keep you updated on that. Again, the clock is ticking here. So there's not going to be a lot of room for the Republicans to to move. All right, 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. I have an interesting story up on our website. I'm always fascinated by these kinds of stories. There is a baking company. It's called the King Arthur Baking Company. Have you heard about King Arthur? I am not familiar. I am not familiar with their work. But the King, I'm a Martha White guy myself. So anyway, the King Arthur Baking Company is hosting a competition for bakeries. And the winner is going to get a lot of dough. Uh, It's called the Baking Pitch Fest 2024. And the winners will get all sorts of great prizes. They're going to get financial support for the bakeries. They will um, assign mentors to work with the with the with the bakers, um, the pastry makers, the pie makers. Just one catch. I mean, it's a great opportunity, but there's just one catch. No white people are allowed to enter the competition. Only bakeries that are owned by persons of color are allowed to participate. According to Kathleen Casanova of Baking Business, it's more than a competition. It's a platform to empower people of color to break barriers and redefine the narrative in baking. 
What is she talking about here? Quote, Pitch Pitch Fest 2024 is a testament to our commitment to fostering a more inclusive baking community and empowering creative people of color leaders in the industry. That's according to Molly Lawrence, the company's corporate social responsibility manager. Good Lord. In other words, white bakers must be excluded to achieve maximum inclusivity. Chocolate cake, good. Classic white cake is bad. Organizers say Baking Pitch Fest is more than just a competition. It's a platform to empower bakers of color and to increase racial and ethnic diversity in the field. So there you go. This is, yeah, welcome to white privilege. By the way, um, my concern here is you're in the competition and you're using Martha White flour or white lily flower, does that get you, I don't know, expelled? Are you disqualified? I'm just curious. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines. Rick is on the line from radio station KELY, part of the Great Nevada Talk Network. Hi, Rick. What's going on today? What's on your mind? Well, what's on my mind is, uh, I guess we call it senior discrimination. Oh, and, uh, so senior? You're meaning uh, elderly? Is that are you, is that what you're talking about? Yes. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm all ears. See, I, well, I grew up working in the woods, uh, logging, and sawmills and whatnot. And uh, later in years, I got into uh, corrections, and we never had to use a computer for anything like that. Didn't grow up with a phone in my face, and uh, now. If I want any kind of information, I'm supposed to go to a website somewhere, and I don't know how. Now, like if I want to, uh, if I want to reserve a ticket or find out more about the news, go to our website. Well, if you don't know how, you're not going to find it. So, so let me try to let, let's talk through this now, Rick. Um, do you have Do you have a computer in your home? No. So what kind of a what kind of a phone do you have? I got some kind of cell phone my son bought me because he needs a babysitter from time to time <laughs> and I'm not always in the house. I see so you shouldn't have gone you shouldn't have accepted that deal. I wouldn't have accepted that <laughs> phone, Rick. <laughs> um, yeah, well that was my bad. So so is there a reason why you don't want to have a computer in your home? I don't know how to use it, so why buy one? Well, why? I mean, you know, I I hear you. I, you know, again, I grew up in the in the age of computers, so it may be a little bit different than me for for me. But you know, society evolves and uh, technology evolves, and um, you know, computers are a big part of of our life. Is there something? I mean, you know, would you if you knew how to use a computer, would you use a computer? Well, when I needed one, I reckon I would, but. Uh... Other than that, no, I got no reason to use one except for like uh, making reservations or learning more about the news and things like that. Do you? How do you? How do you uh, catch up on the news? Is it? Do you watch TV? Clearly, you listen to the radio, the Nevada Talk Network. Yeah, well, I try to watch the news on TV, and every time they come up with a good news story. They say, for more information, go to our website. Well, I can't. Well, if you get a computer, it's pretty simple. I mean, really, it's pretty simple. Just the basics of of buying a computer 
and logging on, it's it's a piece of cake. And, you know, it's interesting. Rick, if you, do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm 66. Oh, you're a young guy. You're, you're young. You're a spring chicken, Rick. All right, look, uh, most of the people that are downloading our app to listen to our radio show on their on their smartphone, um, they're in their 70s and 80s. So maybe, you know, maybe take a course or, you know, a, a lot of the uh, community colleges, uh, they'll, or even if you have an Apple store, if you're anywhere near Las Vegas, the Apple store no. will do stuff for you free. No, so, I'm, I live halfway between nowhere and goodbye. Um, <laughs> right. But, uh, no, none, none of the, none of the jobs I grew up doing and working at involved computers I never worked in an office, so hmm. I never learned. Rick, we're gonna we're gonna open up this question um, and 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 some advice. Uh, so maybe somebody listening um, and they you know they can offer you some guidance and some advice. Uh, but it seems to me that it would be worth going down to the local community college and maybe you know just taking a course. And I'm telling you, you're going to be surprised at how easy it is to to learn how to use a computer. I, seriously. Well, if I can find some place to get a class, I might do it. Look up but, your uh, local community college, or if there's a computer store in your town, you know, a repair shop or whatever, you know, give them a call. And I guarantee you somebody would be more than willing, your local library, somebody would be more than willing to give you a helping hand. Well, I'll check into that. All right. You do that, Rick, and you give us a call back when you I – I am very curious now, and I'm intrigued. You let me know about your progress, and uh, we're going we're gonna to follow you along. You know what I want to do for Rick? Um, Rick, I'm going to give you a copy of my last book, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing America. The best news, this is an old-school book. It's a hardcover book. No computers involved, Rick. Okay. All right. Hang tight, buddy, and we're going to get you hooked up there. Wow. So Rick is old school, ladies and gentlemen, um, and he says, no computers for me. Rick may not know how good he has it. (laughs) I'm just going to say. All right. And we've got folks wanting to talk about Memphis and the King Arthur baking competition. We're going to get to all your calls. Got to take a quick break. This is Open Line Friday, 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1-800-839-8506. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns or call 800-839-8506. Promo code Starns. All right, welcome. 
Welcome back to this open line Friday edition of the program. Happy to have you with us today. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. And welcoming our brand new listeners in the beautiful Houston, Galveston area, listening to us on Patriot Talk 920 AM. Uh, Welcome to you folks as well. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines. Tracy in Georgia, listening to us on WDUN, wants to weigh in on King Arthur Baking Competition. Hi, Tracy. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Todd. So I I have to say that I did miss part of it. I was out delivering while you were telling that story. But the part that I did hear of it, if I understand correctly, was this is a competition that's only open to people of color. Is this correct? That is correct, Tracy. White people need not apply. All right. And and this is for the purpose of of inclusion and, and showing off their skills as as bakers and things as well. Well, it seems to me that I recall a uh, person of color, a female, who um, not only... Oh dear! I think we lost. I think we lost Tracy. Uh, give us a call back there, Tracy. Again, nine zero one two six zero five nine two six is our number. That's nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. Let's go to William in Statesville, North Carolina. WSIC, our great station there. Hi, William. What's on your mind? Good to be on your porch today, Todd. I hope you're doing well. I'm well. Thank you very much. Um, patience is the word of the day and it should be the word of every day. And I appreciate your patience and I try to have more patience. Um, the guy that sent you a message about you making fun of DeSantis, um, he's right on one thing, the name calling that's this unprofessional and I, I'm guilty of it myself and I'm trying to practice better, better habits this year. That's my new year's revolution. I'm just suggesting that. Um, you know, you're a professional, Todd. And remember what I told you last year, brother, you are the only one that can take your radio station down. Of course, you're going to have people call in and people that are going to really legitimately try to take your show apart, but you are the only one that can do that. And just remember that. And I hope you have a good weekend and a blessed weekend as well. So Jesus so, loves you. So are you okay with us uh, calling, uh, calling Ron Boots DeSantis? really i mean just calling mr desantis or ron desantis i mean it just really i know that donald trump has that manner miserums and it's not cool it's just not cool it's very unprofessional um you can actions speak louder than words and if you get out there it's like the football team if they get out there and show up and play a good ball game even if they lose it they've represented it Name calling and cursing and carrying on is not going to get anything accomplished. Well, I don't think. Day. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think you're hearing frustrated. any cursing. I don't think you're hearing any name calling here on this program. I was just using that as an example. I didn't say that you cussed, and I didn't say that the guy called in with the messaging was cussing. I'm just saying that name calling and cursing in general is not going to get anything accomplished. So just remember that, Todd. Just remember what I'm telling you. You know this. You're a professional. Well, William, I am a professional, and I think we know whether or not, you know, this is not NPR. You know, we're not, this is, you know, this is not what we do here. And we do have a little bit of fun, and uh, Governor Ron DeSantis clearly has an issue with his height. 
And uh, we have no problems having that conversation. William, appreciate the call. All right, folks, got to take a break here. 901-260-5926. Man, I guess we're just really naughty here on this program. Raunchy. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now, an important message from former President William Jefferson Clinton. My fellow Americans, by now you may have heard that I was in some way associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Let me just say, while I may have met him socially a number of times, I don't recall any discussion about underage girls. In regards to the limited number of trips on his jet, it was always my understanding I was flying Virgin Airlines, not the Lolita Express. And all the frequent flyer miles I earned as a Platinum member have since been donated to the Clinton Global Initiative, helping young women around the world with their problems. Thank you. I'm... God bless you, Mr. President. Thank you. What a what a generous man he is. Uh, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program, the raunchiest talk radio program in uh, all of conservative talk radio, apparently. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Tracy had called in, uh, had a little phone issue, uh, was weighing in on the baking competition. Tracy, good to have you back. Thanks for calling back in. Well, thanks for having me back. So where I was going with this was this was we had established that this was uh, – no whites allowed to to be in this baking competition. But was there not a businesswoman of color who possibly was quite also a baker um, who had her face adorned all over pancake mixes? And- okay, I'm not sure what the deal is there. But, uh, yeah, Tracy, sorry about that. Um, yeah, the answer to that question is Aunt Jemima. It was, in fact, Aunt Jemima. <laughs> And she got canceled right out of the gate. It's very, it's very tragic, very unfortunate. You know, I wonder if people are calling on some sort of like a computer device, or maybe that's what it is. It was a clear signal, so very strange. Um, let's go to Joe in Hendersonville, North Carolina, WHKP, our great affiliate there. Joe, what do you want to talk about today? Uh, first of all, I'm sorry that people just don't get your sense of humor. I'm glad that I do. 
Thank you, Joe. I did, I just, I'm like, wow. What? Um, anyways, um, Memphis, Tennessee. My wife got me a wonderful gift for Christmas, and we are going to Graceland um, next month. But you talk about how bad crime is in Memphis, and I need some advice of where I should stay away from, where I should go. How do I not get carjacked so I can have a good couple of days while I'm in Memphis? So th- these are all fine and very important questions for you to ask, Joe. And I know our Memphis listeners on KWAM will probably want to offer some some guidance here. Have you guys picked out a hotel yet? Yeah, we're actually staying at the the guest house there. At oh, that's nice. That it's a that's a great hotel. Uh, so my recommendation cool. is don't visit anywhere around Graceland except Graceland and the hotel. Um, really? Yeah, I would. That's a pretty rough area of of town. But I would say this. Um, you know, call if you want. You've got to go visit downtown Collierville. It's uh, there's some a lot of great restaurants, small southern suburb of Memphis. And I got to tell you, downtown's pretty nice. You know, on the weekends, you're okay. you're, you're going to be safe down there. Beale Street. You got to watch the ducks over at the Peabody. Mm-hmm. So so um okay. yeah so you're going to have a great time. You just have to be careful. And uh, that stretch, you know, El- they've done a great job, Elvis Presley uh, Enterprises, uh, and you're going to love it. There's just so much to do there. Okay. Well, we're looking forward to it, but I just wanted to know how I need to be safe. Joe, Central <laughs> Barbecue. you got to eat at Central Barbecue. Central Barbecue. Central All Barbecue. Right. Get yourself a, a half rack of ribs. The sides are, are unbelievable. Well, sounds good. I appreciate the advice. Safe travels, Joe, and uh, let us know when you get to town. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Uh, So, yeah, if um, you folks have any thoughts about, you know, what Joe needs to do in Memphis, give us a call, 901-260-5926. Let's go to Ann, who is listening to us uh, on KWAM in Memphis. Hi, Ann. What do you want to talk about today? Hi, Todd. Um, Well, I was hearing what Rick was saying. And I wanted to tell him that I empathize with him because I'm in, kind of in the same situation uh, near his age and everything. And I uh, just wanted to tell him, if he's still listening, that uh, normally I go through, uh, you know, radio stations or news by just Googling it. Um, it kind of helps me to get into those areas. And if it's something that I need help with otherwise, uh, for example, we had to do Medicare this year and everything. And so... Uh, I either have husband or uh, daughter or something like that, and he's got a son that maybe could help him with other situations um, outside of that. I, I don't use a computer either. So I just wanted to tell him that. I hope it helps him. And I think I think you, what you just said is going to give him great encouragement. I remember, though, I was um, back in the day, I'm just a fan of a certain style of movie. I, I like all kinds of movies and, and TV shows. You remember that uh, show, Downton Abbey? Have you heard about that one? I have. So there's a great scene where it's the, the movie is set like right around the turn of the century when all these new inventions like electricity were happening. And right. and to watch the staff respond to the idea that they were actually going to have lights and you could turn on a light, <laughs> you know, and it freaked them out. You know, they're like, well, they we're, we're perfectly fine with candles. So it's kind of, you know, it's it's a little bit more than that because the computers can be overwhelming. And look, yes. 
even for a lot of people, Anne, with all the um, the hackers and you know, it's um, it's a minefield online. Right, it is. Um, I also wanted to say one other little thing. Sure. Uh, in regards to the man that had called to say that to you, um, to call you brother and to use Jesus' name like that, I felt like he sounded, and I'm Christian, but I felt like he didn't handle it very well. I, I think that that was very sanctimonious and that he could have handled it more um, by sending you an email or something. He didn't have to bring it out like that on the radio and oh. say it like that to you. Oh, I, I thought that was very inappropriate. Well, you're kind, and you ought to see the emails I get, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, you, I'm sure you will, but uh, like I said, um, I just think that when you go public like that and you're using uh, your Christianity, I think there's a kinder way to do it, and I just, I, I'm sorry that he handled it that way for you. I don't think he's a Baptist because I've heard much coarser language in a church business meeting on Wednesday nights than we normally use on the program. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, Ann, th- right. thanks for listening to our flagship station, KWAM. Thank you, sir. All right. There's Ann from Memphis. We're having a good day today. It's kind of a weird day, but it's a good day. Uh, let's go to Robert in Statesville, North Carolina, WSIC. And by the way, we like William. He's he means very well. So we we he's he's a good guy. Uh, Statesville, North Carolina, WSIC. Robert wants to weigh in on the computer story. Uh, good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, I uh, I wanted to uh, just add a little bit to. I think the gentleman's name was Rick, and uh, I would like to let you know. First of all, I'm seventy. Be say God willing, be seventy one in March. Uh, I did exactly what you recommended. I took a uh, community college course in computers, and it, it has served me well. I, I even use some of those lessons even to this day. They, they cover all the basics, Excel, Word, and all that kind of stuff. It's very, it's very worth the time and the effort and the money to do something like that. However, I do want to uh, uh, share Rick's frustration with news agencies that refer you to their website for the rest of the story. That really, that really ticks me off. I think that's, you know, I understand that these agencies are trying to get as much content as possible into as short a period of time as possible. I, I, I get that. However, I think sometimes they, they rely on that as, as kind of clickbait just to get their website more active by referring you to their website for the rest of the story. I'm watching the news now. I'm reading the article now. I want the whole story right here, right now. I don't want to have to go to their website. So here's... A- I hear your, I feel your frustration there. And, and here's what we do. Uh, we will tell you the full story. Um, you want to know the story, we will share the story. Now, if there is, for example, a video component to that story, Robert, uh-huh. we're going to refer people to our website because we right. can't show you the video on radio, but you can go and watch it you know, on our website. But I, I hear you. And, and one of the things that we have banned, because I'm with you on the clickbait headlines, um, we want people to know what the story is by reading the headline. So, um, you know, we, we don't like that, you know, oh, click here to find out what Sean Hannity just right. said or, you know, whatever. Or Sean Hannity makes Sean Hannity makes life-changing decision. Okay, the dude's moving to Florida. Why don't you just say yeah. Sean Hannity moving yeah, to Florida? Exactly. Uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> All right, so you took the class, though. This is good news, uh, and, and it helped you out. It did. It did. As a matter of fact, I used, well, I took it years ago, um, back when I was still working. I'm retired now, but I used it extensively in my uh, and I didn't have a fancy job. I didn't work in an office. I just I just worked at a 
at a sign shop. But uh, you know what? Uh, computer skills, whether you like them or not, it's it's a fact of life today. It's just like just like driving a car or, or learning how to use the uh, the telephone. You know, it's just a fact of life. And computer skills are, are something that anybody can pick up and and utilize in in their normal ordinary day life. And, and just a thought here, just a thought here, Robert. You know, if you if you don't want to spend the money to do community college, if you have a grandchild in I don't know second or third grade, just invite them over, give them some cookies, and say, "Hey, can you show me how to do this?" And you know what? They they do as good, if not a better job, than some of these college professors it's because true. you know, you know, I, I I rely on my I rely on my uh, my grandson to help us set up the TV and that kind of stuff. You know, just. You know, they're good at it. I love it. I love it. Robert, appreciate that call. And uh, by the way, folks, Grace Baker is busy right now, literally at this moment, working on our big book tour. And right now we're we're putting all the North Carolina stations together. So we're coming to, I think, every station in North Carolina we're going to be at. So, But I do that with Dylan. All right. Dylan, Dylan, how do you operate this email? He'll come in and he'll like push a button. and we're, There you go. Um, all right, let's go to Kathy in Maine listening to us on the Big Lobster, WLOB. Hi, Kathy. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, I'm calling, calling about um, the computers. Um, yes. I'm 66 years old, and um, about a year and a half ago, I um, gave up my Internet because it's just getting too expensive. So you got rid of the, So you got rid of the Internet. I say did. All right. So, what do you do now? How do you stay plugged in to what's going on? Read um, the newspaper, um, the Sun Journal out of Lewiston, Maine, and um, the Portland Herald. So, Kathy, you're Portland. going old school. You're talking about you got the newspaper, you got it in your hands, you're able to read it. Yes. Well, good for you, Kathy. Good for you. Appreciate you calling in. Um, again, 901-260-5926. Uh, let's go to Ron in North Carolina on the talk station. Hi, Ron. What's going on? Going real good here. Sounds like you are, too. And as far as people and uh, boots to Santa's, they just need to work on their sense of humor so their day runs. I'm sorry, Ron. Whoa, Ron. I'm sorry. What? Who did you just say? Yeah, you remember boots to Santa's? People need to work on their sense of humor if they don't understand that humor. Oh, yeah, boots. You, you got to love boots. <laughs> All right, Ron. Go, we're just having a little bit of fun, Ron. All right, what's got? I know you want to talk about computers. Yes, sir. I was, uh, you know, I listened to Mr. Rick there, and there's a couple of things that he can do. Number one, I chose to uh, get off the Internet a few years ago, not because I'm computer literate, because I've been working on computers since they had vacuum tubes. But what Rick can do if he wants to, you know, he's a senior, most community colleges allow seniors to audit uh, classes uh, tuition free. So he can, if he wants to go to a basic set computer classes, he can do that. But what I do when I need to make airline reservations, et cetera, et cetera, I just go down to the public library and use their internet. And also, I've noticed most librarians are very, very helpful with people that are computer illiterate. You know, so he'd be able to make his airline reservations, whatever else he needed to do on the internet, you know, there at the public library. I think that's a great idea. And, you know, a lot of these libraries will actually offer free classes, you know, that you can, um, you know, you can uh, sign up for. And, um, and, but again, it's just, you're never too old to learn something new, Ron. That's my philosophy. 
Well, that's mine, too. You know, I figure when I stop learning something, they're going to be putting me in the ground. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, well, right. Ron, have a great weekend, and thanks for calling in on Open Line Friday. Uh, I I love Fridays. This is, uh, and for our new listeners in, in Houston and Galveston, uh, you never know what's going to happen, and we don't screen the topic. So when somebody calls in, they want to talk about something, we, we, we talk about it. Uh, we've got Phil in Tennessee wants to offer some travel tips if you're coming to Memphis. We've got Charles and Greg. Hang tight, everybody. We'll be right back. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, folks. Uh, just a reminder to head over and uh, get yourself a pre-ordered copy of my new book, Twilight's Last Gleaming. One of the great titles. My, one of my favorite chapters is called uh, Butter My Butt and Call Me a Biscuit. It's it's one of those kinds of books. You're gonna have a you're it's a great read. It's a lot of fun. You're gonna have a lot of laughter, and uh, you need that. I mean, um, again, the country's going to hell in a handbasket, so you may as well enjoy a good chuckle on the way down. That's what I say. Maybe that's what we should have called the book. Uh, it's called Twilight's Last Gleaming. Can, um, how can America be saved? I don't even know the name of my own book. That's terrible. Uh, next week, I'm actually recording the audio version. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But go to Amazon, and you can order pre-order a copy right now. And we would love for you to do that. All right, let's go to the phones. Phil, in uh, listening to us on KWAM in Tennessee, has some advice for people coming to Memphis. Hey, Phil, how's it going today? It's going well, Todd. How are you? Now, Phil, doing good. Thank you for asking. I uh, heard the uh, call in from the person who was traveling to Memphis first time, and uh Wanted to give a couple of tips. I'm a former Uber driver down there and uh, worked every day. And they've got it halfway right. They're staying at the Graceland Hotel, which is a wonderful place. They're oh, yes. really going to enjoy that. And what I would suggest for them also is just, you know, take a, an Uber or a Lyft wherever you want to go. It's not that expensive at all. Go downtown to whatever, Blue City Barbecue on Bill. Uh, there's so many wonderful places to eat and lots of things to do, but uh, you know, just leave the car at the Graceland Hotel. You're going to be just you're going to be just fine there. Not a problem. That's good advice. I forgot about Blue City. They they do have some good ribs. I like Central because they got good sides. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh by the way, I just happened to have a passenger who happened to be a former producer of yours. We just we talked about it. Uh, uh, a really pretty lady, um, wonderful person. I cannot recall her name, of course. It's been several months ago. But she brought up your name and uh, spoke so well of you. And I, I, I didn't even think about that until I was on hold. I said, oh, my God, how about this? And uh, I can't recall her name, so I can't help you with that. But just a, I don't think she works with you anymore, but just a wonderful person and spoke so well of you. Wow. And, I uh, wonder who yeah. that is. I can't think of it. I'm so sorry. I'm shocked. No, I'm not shocked. Uh, well, Phil, we appreciate you calling in. Hey, hang tight, Phil. Uh, we know Uber driving, that's a tough gig. I want to get Phil a copy of, uh, let's send him a copy of the Biscuit book, And uh, since he's here local. Uh, so, Phil, hang tight, and that's great advice uh, for the folks coming to Memphis. And, uh, man, we just love all of our great listeners 
We look, it's open line Friday. So give us a call. We've got a line open now, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We're going to be getting to your calls throughout the day. Senator Tommy Tuberville coming up next. This is the Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Well, hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. Welcome to the Todd Starks Radio Show. Welcome to all of our new listeners in Houston, Texas, and Galveston, and all parts in between the hills and hollers of east texas uh great to have you folks listening to us on patriot talk radio uh again our telephone number on open line friday 901-260-5926 that's 901-260-5926 i want to go right now to the patriot mobile newsmaker line great to have with us from the awesome state of alabama senator tommy tuberville senator hope you're doing well happy new year to you Happy New Year to you, Todd. It's great to start another year, and uh, hopefully it's much better for the American people than 2023 was. Well, I, I sure hope so, Senator. Uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover between now and, and Election Day, and a lot of things happening up on Capitol Hill. Um, I, I want to start with the border uh, crisis, and uh, we were talking to Congressman Andy Biggs yesterday on the show, and it, it, I'm, I'm getting the impression that uh, that that the Republicans in the House are ready to take a stand, either shut down the go- the border or we're going to shut down the government. Where, where, where do you stand on that? I totally agree with you, Todd. We've got to get the Democrat Socialist Party's attention because they're trying to run our country in the ground. They've not done nothing in three years that I've been in the Senate for the American people and the taxpayers. It's And, uh, you know, all of our institutions are just crumbling from education to military and then, of course, they're globalists. Uh, they want no borders. And if they win this election in 10 months, uh, they'll take up all the fence. They'll uh, fire all the Border Patrol people and take the customs agents and move them to TSA. It'll just be an open free-for-all here in the United States. And we won't be able to survive that. The American taxpayers can't afford it. I mean, the, the numbers that are coming across are just not sustainable for, for any of us. Um, and I, I find it funny that you know, the folks in, in New York and Chicago are freaking out because they maybe have a couple of thousand. Well, try dealing with, you know, 15, 20,000 folks coming across uh, your border into your town. Yeah, it's, it's it's a disaster, and it's a crisis. I was glad to see a lot of the House members go down there. I've been watching some of the news, and I see a lot of senators over in Israel and in the Middle East. And, you know, they you know, of course, our prayers go with, with with uh, the people in Israel and everybody over there in the Middle East. We don't need another war. But the most important thing is we need more and more people to go to the border and let people know what's going on. But I think most people now, even the mainstream media, Todd, in the last four or five months has been saying, hey, our border, uh, you know, we've got people coming across the border. Uh, they hated to do that. But it's going to be hopefully a detriment to the Democrats and Joe Biden administration, and Obama administration, whatever it is, uh, you know, and we can get somebody in like President Trump that will shut that thing down. Let's go back to work and make America great again. 
I was uh, speaking early this morning uh, at, a, at an event at the VFW Hall uh, in one of the Memphis suburbs, Collierville, Tennessee. And uh, veterans pretty pretty bothered by the fact that the VA medical centers are now being used to give um, medical treatment to illegals. And that brings me to this story out of California, where health care is now available to illegals, and it, it covers things like sex change surgeries and, and hormone treatments. Yeah, and, you know, first of all, you know, going back to what you and I talked about before Christmas was what uh, Joe Biden and his administration have decided to do with our VA. To go to give you a few stats, we've got 22 million veterans in this country. We can only handle 11 million with what we're supporting and giving money to with our VA. So what we did is we started some satellite programs all in the rural area called Community Care just for veterans. And uh, in the last few months, it, the Biden administration said, hey, we need better health care for all these illegals. So we're going to start letting them do the community care. Now we have longer lines for our veterans. Our veterans are having to go from their rural homes 100 miles away to VAs. It is a disaster for our VA. But the Biden administration don't care. And now, obviously, as you just said, you know, they want to pay for transitions, uh, uh, it's just you can't make this up. You really can't. It's it's something different every day. They're just trying to keep our eye off the ball of really what's going on in the country, which is socialism. They want true socialism, globalist country that uh, is pretty much like Europe. With a, you know, Obama run Europe, Todd, because 10, 12 years ago, he told the Europeans, listen, y'all let these people come in, these immigrants come in y'all's country, or we're going to shut you off. We might even leave NATO. And so they, Germany, France, Italy, they let all these people come in, and now they are in dire trouble uh, with their own country of being able to uphold their laws because these people don't assimilate to the to the to the things that the people in these countries have always gone by. So, I mean, it's we're headed the same way Europe's headed. Uh, we've got to stop the train. We've got to have a great election coming up in uh, November of this year, and it will be a free for all. I'll tell you. I'm I'm with you, but but this is one of those do or die election times. You know, I think it's one of those for such a time as this elections, and I think this is one of them. But Senator, if if the Republicans stick to the winning plan, everybody gets behind President Trump here. I, I think we've got a shot at, at pulling off some big victories. You know, we had our 18th uh, senator endorse President Trump last week, uh, Tom Cotton. 18 out of uh, 49. I was the very first one to support him. Uh, and one of the reasons I ran for this Senate position was because of President Trump and, and seeing what he was doing. He wasn't a politician. He just, hey, he doesn't need to do it, but he wants to step out there and help our country. And he saw the craziness going on. I don't know where the, where, where our other, what, 29 uh, senators are and what they're thinking, but we all better get on the same boat because I think we all understand the situation we're in, not just uh, between our borders, but all over the world with all those fires going on in all these different countries, we have to have leadership, and we don't have any right now. We have a ship that's out of control with nobody at the wheel uh, guiding it, and uh, it, it is very, very concerning to me every day when I go to the office and see what's going on. Senator Tommy Tumberville from Alabama on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, by the way, Senator, uh, I was uh, reading a piece uh, about Sarah Sanders, governor of Arkansas, and uh, she is pretty upset, fired up um, over the um, the fact that, that taxpayers are funding travel 
so that military personnel can get abortions. And it's led to a, a leader, a commander in their National Guard stepping down. You, this was the reason why you were standing your ground on all of this and you were catching all sorts of uh, crap from people. But this is why you did what you did. Well, Joe Biden hadn't gone by the Constitution. He's broken the law ever since he's been in, you know, whether it's the border, whether it's uh, paying taxpayer money for anything to do with abortion, uh, you know, everything that they've done, they've they've broken the law. Well, we are running our military, uh, you know, and I saw it uh, as I had this hold on what it ended up being around 400 promotions for generals and admirals. Now, I don't want to get in the way of, of people doing their job. But I saw the things, and I've seen the things that they're 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 teaching in the military. I've seen the abortion policy being put in. You're going to have good people like this general get out. Uh, I had a Marine last week. I ran into him uh, as I was out on the trail going to different places in Alabama, and he's a coach, you know, 22 years Marine. Uh, I finally decided and had to get out. They're running our military. The things that they're teaching, uh, the things that they're not going by merit, it's all about about promotions without merit it's about how long you've been here do you believe in the same thing some of these woke uh socialists believe in he said if, you know i was in 22 years deployed twice i've got two teenagers and if we had a war today and they said my kids had to go to war i'd move to a different country we are not prepared to fight a fight with the military we have today because we're worried about social justice what do we need to do to fix that senator and can we fix it yeah, we can fix it, uh, you know, and, and I've talked to President Trump. I've talked to other leaders uh, that you know, we've got to go in and we've got to understand that leadership is what drives anything that you do. And right now we've got nobody, as we said, at the wheel in terms of a president. But when we hopefully take back over next year, we have got to reevaluate what we're doing, de- teaching the people that are in our military, the people that are in our FBI, the CIA, uh, you know, we've got people that are nothing but bureaucrats in a lot of these situations that are making decisions that have been brought up and indoctrinated in the socialist agenda. And so there's going to, have to be some hedgerow. I don't know if you saw, what, three weeks ago, we hit a new high for government employees in this country, 23 million bureaucrats. So you've got to be kidding me. But 10% of those probably need to be held on the other 90 percent we need to go back to work we need to put people back to work building things uh protecting our borders doing things that we need to do uh to make this country strong again that's the reason that president trump's resonating that hey we got to build this thing back we, we we've got to make america great again he had it going in the right direction and of course the obama biden administration uh, third term is just absolutely taken back over again and i don't know where these people and, and there's some good people on the democratic side and i ask them Surely to God you don't believe in, in, trans, in transgender boys playing in women's sports or doing what we're doing at the border. You know, they need the money to get reelected. They love to be called senator. And it's just unfortunate that we've got to a situation now that uh, we can't get a lot of these people out. Mm, well said. Um, all right, Senator, we got to leave it there. Always good hearing from you. We appreciate you fighting the good fight. All right, Todd, 10 months. Let's fight. That's it. The fight's on. It is. It's on. Yes, sir. All right, Senator Tommy Tuberville, everybody uh, from the great state of Alabama. Um, We have to take a quick break here. We're going right to the phones, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. 
Have you signed up for Newsmax Plus yet, folks? It is one of the best streaming services out there. I subscribed. I love it. I'm able to get all of Newsmax's best shows, Rob Schmidt, Eric Balding, Greta Van Susteren, and I get lots of movies, documentaries, you name it. Newsmax Plus, by the way, has more than 180,000 subscribers, and they, they just, they're just getting started. Uh, you're also able to watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV app, and Newsmax Plus is the only streaming service to give you all of Donald Trump's rallies. It's pretty awesome. So get Newsmax Plus today by going to NewsmaxPlus.com. It is free to start. That's right. Start your free trial by going to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. I just threatened Vanity Fair. Don't you write about me and Epstein. Even if you're not scared of me, you know that you should fear Hillary. You've covered for the Clintons for years. All our crimes over you have lost. Listen up, Vanity Fair. Oh my! Um, I don't. Bill sounds a little pitchy uh, today, folks. I don't know what that. Thank you, Jim Gossett, um, handling the Todd Stearns recording studio today. I don't know. Maybe he could work with Bill and uh, massage that a little bit. <laughs> I just say it. Uh, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. As promised, we're going right to the phones. Nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. Let's go to Melody. In Nevada, listening to us on K-E-L-Y. Hi, Melody, what's on your mind today? Well, good morning, and I love your show. Um, Thank you. I have two questions to ask you. Um, If the illegals are coming over the border, why can't we pull a big bus up, give them a bottle of water, give them a sack lunch, and just take them back over and drop them off and have them... uh, you know, try to come into the U.S. the proper way. And my other question is, uh, I see where the Mexican president doesn't want to do anything until we hand over some money and help some other countries out. Uh, Why doesn't the U.S. just stop all roads going in and out of uh, into Mexico and into the U.S. and stop the commerce? And don't let any Mexican goods come into this country. And I'll bet you um, the Mexico changed their mind on on all the illegals. Yeah, Melody, I'm with you, and and I understand why Abbott is sending the illegals uh, to New York and Chicago, and I think that has really helped uh, people understand the seriousness of of the issue. 
Uh, but I'm with you. I say let's just ship them, you know, give them a bottle of water and just ship them right back to where they came from. I like your idea. But why don't they do that? Why don't they well, do it immediately, load them and take them back? Well, because the Biden administration doesn't want them to do that. I mean, you've got Joe Biden giving orders to cut down all of the fencing and the razor wire. Uh, they really want our country to be invaded. Okay. Well, hopefully I'm rooting for Trump. So, And I know he'll do something. There you go. All right. Well, thank you. Love your show. Well, Melody, you're very kind. Thank you for listening. And we love all of our great friends out there in Nevada. Uh, let's go to Newburn, North Carolina. Ron on the line. Ron, what's going on? Well, this is the other Ron from Newburn. Uh, first, I want to make this. I have to commend you on your keeping your, clean, your language clean on the radio with all the stupid stuff that that you receive. Well, I want to say you, that Ron. first. Thank you, sir. The, sec- the second is, I'm over 75. When I got a computer put on my desk in 85, I didn't want to touch it. Finally, when they told me it had spell check on it, I said, let me look at that thing again, because spelling has always been a big challenge for me. And I was in the National Guard around 87, uh, I taught my admin section how to type. I mean, how not to type. They already knew how to type. I taught them how to use computers to update a field SOP. Now, these young ladies, they were working as clerk typists at different doctor's offices. And when they got computers, they already knew how to use them. The Is that right? were impressed and wow. gave them promotions. Wow. Well, Ron, good for you. You know, and again, I've I've just been so impressed. You know, we we get the numbers of people that are downloading our app, so so people can listen. And a lot of seventy, eighty five year old folks, we actually had somebody in their nineties downloading the app, and uh, that's pretty cool. But I I like that. And Ron, again, my philosophy: you're never too old to stop to start learning to stop learning start learning. I agree you with know you. what I mean. I won't make one more statement. Well, real quick, you got ten seconds. Okay, I'm talking to you on a Patriot mobile phone. Get out of here. Ron, that's the lead story. Okay. And I'll see you when you come to uh, Waterick County next time. We're coming, Ron. We are coming. We'll have more details. We got to run. They're yelling at me. Ron, thank you, and thank you for getting a Patriot mobile phone. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. all right come on now come on people man open line friday doing a great job today ladies and gentlemen 901-260-5926 let's go to memphis tennessee kwam our flagship station arnez wants to weigh in on the anniversary of j6 all right arnez what's going on Good afternoon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's already been a crazy one so far. <laughs> and we well, we ain't even seven days into it yet. No. Wow. It's, Arnez, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm a Baptist martini guy, but I may have to make it a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> Probably strongest. I mean, Jesus. Oh, but, goodness. Uh, it's just, 
Well, I mean, how long has it been now? It's to, that'd be, be, what, four, three years, I want to say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three years. And, look, I just, all I can remember is how, I, like, how visibly angry I was when that day happened. And all I can, all, and I've read, I've read the indictment, you know, the Georgia and the one in Washington, full indictments, printed them off the Justice Department, out there, cut everything off. Did, didn't listen to CNN, MSNBC, Fox, none, none of them. I was just like, nope, let me sit here and let me read all these. And the one thing that all, that struck me, the one line that struck me more than anything is the fact that 63 legal challenges in court and they all failed. Had it ended right there, had, had it all ended right there, we wouldn't, there wouldn't, there wouldn't be 91 count. There wouldn't be 91 felony charges, and there wouldn't be no. There wouldn't be Colorado taking him off the ballot, Maine taking him off the ballot, and a, a, almost a dozen other states considering it. None of that would happen. Well, let's. My I own, think you my have only to, wish. Well, hold on. I think my, you have to back up, though, Arnett. I think you have to back it up because ultimately, the you have to go back to the Russia collusion hoax. Uh, that was perpetrated on the American people. That set the stage, and I think gave people a very bad view of President Trump early on. When you take away all the scandals that we now know after the fact turned out to be to be not true, I think had those not existed, there Trump would have been reelected in a landslide. Well, my thing is, you, my thing is, you can go back further than that with people who gave with with people who already had a bad view. You can go back to the Access Hollywood tape the E.G. Carroll, the E.G. Carroll lawsuit. The thing is, it's, but to me, it's like this. I had no problem with him running, running for re-election, but after January 6th, it's like that cuts a straight red line through all that. And the one thing that bothers me more than anything is like all these, all those people, over 2,000 people that were there, all of them have had their lives upended, all because they, all because they, they sincerely believe the election was stolen. Poor a- Ashley Babbitt. All right. I, I who was wish. who was just, murdered just, on Capitol Hill? But let me say this, Arnez, and we're going to have to ramp it here. But 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 hear me on this. It was President Trump who went out there and told the people not once but twice, "You be peaceful. You protest peacefully. When you march to the Capitol, you you be peaceful about that." I mean, we've got this. We have the video evidence of him saying that. We've got the video evidence of the president later at the White House calling on the protesters to, to stop and to be peaceful. So, again, I think you have, to, you have to look at all of the facts here, and I don't think to this date we have all of the facts of what actually happened on that day. And I got a problem with that. I have no problem condemning the people who broke the law on that day, and they should suffer whatever the, the price is they've got to suffer. But a lot of people are being punished for not doing anything, and I've got a problem with that. Arnez, thank you for the call. I've got to go over to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. We're honored to have our good friend from Florida representing the 3rd Congressional District, Kat Kamek, with us. Kat, hope you're doing well. Happy New Year to you. Hey, Happy New Year to you, Todd. How's it going? You know, going pretty good and, and going pretty good in Memphis. We're just, you know, hanging out, having a good old time. So, <laughs> uh, Wow, I've um, there's there's so much so much to talk about. You know, President Biden's about to give a speech in uh, in Pennsylvania, Valley Forge, 
and he's going to be dredging up a lot of the hate speech stuff. It's kind of like Darth Brandon speech 2.0. Um, the, these <laughs> folks are really, really despicable to try and, mm-hmm. and divide us the way they're trying to divide us. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like the other day when he said to a reporter when asked, you know, will you do something about the border? Will you give more? You know, are you going to visit the southwest border? And he says, only if I get it, if I get more money from Congress. And I mean, if my eyes had rolled any harder, they would have rolled out of my head. I mean, this guy is just another level of one removed from reality. Um, the, the truth knows no, nowhere within that White House. They, they continue to concoct their own version of it. And they ignore the real problems that everyday Americans are facing. We are sick and tired of having hyperinflation. We're sick and tired of having to make decisions between rent and gas and groceries. If you're on a fixed income in this country under Joe Biden, you are really in a mess because you're trying to figure out how your dollar is going to go further to just make the basic needs be met, not to mention the crime wave, the opioid addiction crisis that is in our, our country, and, of course, the open border. And our enemies have been emboldened, and yet all they want to focus in on is the dividing of Americans based on race, on gender, and just this whole uh, concept of wokeness that continues to erode the foundation of our country. It's it's really despicable, and, and I think a lot of people are starting to see through this, and especially, you know, when you, when you look at the border crisis, uh, one of the things that, that has excited me is the, this policy that Greg Abbott has had, where they're sending the illegals to Chicago and New York City. And, Kat, something rather shocking is happening in these sanctuary cities where they said, bring us your illegals. Turns out the residents of those sanctuary cities don't want the illegals. Mm-hmm. And you've heard me say this before, Todd, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And if you want to have a sanctuary city, guess what? Your taxpaying residents are going to suffer as a result because all that money, just like in New York, that was supposed to go go towards reducing crime and supporting law enforcement has now been cut and redirected for free housing, free health care and free uh, basic services for illegals. And now we're seeing where homeless veterans are getting kicked out of housing because of the situation. Residents are are watching kids get sidelined. Um, they're watching their their basic life get turned upside down. And in many cases, in many communities, of course, the fentanyl that comes through the southwest border, it's killing people in our families, in our neighborhoods, in, in our workplaces. It, they're being poisoned. And... People are starting to wake up and say, enough is enough. I pay my taxes. I, I demand that they put America first, and that means every community in America first. They're starting to learn firsthand what it means to be a sanctuary city, and residents don't like it. I wonder, Kat, and, and if, if you know, if have there been any conversations within the Republican um, world, RNC, or the, uh, in, in the House, about sending Republicans to Chicago Southside or sending uh, Republicans to New York City into these neighborhoods? It looks to me like a great opportunity for Republicans to gain some new voters. Absolutely, Todd. I mean, I'm, this is something that has really frustrated me for a really long time is that re- the Republican Party as a whole has been a little too chicken crap, to, and I clean that up so because I, I know we're, we're on air, but have been 
you know, scared to go into communities that have been traditional democratic strongholds. They think, oh, it's not worth it. Well, instead, what ends up happening is Republicans just go into these echo chambers and they they leave a lot of ground that is really ripe for the taking. They leave it for the Democrats or no one at all. So you have a bunch of people who feel like they're not represented by anybody and nobody wants to talk to them. And that is a missed opportunity. So in the upcoming in the upcoming uh, cycle this year, we are focused on going into those communities, not just chasing ballots and making sure that we're banking all of the votes that we need to win elections, but going into communities that have really never gotten the representation that they deserve. That is where we're going to find opportunities because the Republican Party is the party of opportunity and the working class. And those are the neighborhoods and communities that are least represented right now in some of these Democratic strongholds. That's it. Missed opportunities. And so I, I hope that we've, we, we can understand that we've made mistakes in the past and get, in, get into those communities. Real quick, uh, Kat, uh, Mayorkas, any chance this guy is going to be impeached? Absolutely. I don't see a way that he survives um, this year without an impeachment. Because not only has he lied, I mean, personally, he's lied to me, to my face, when I was serving on the Homeland Security Committee, but he has lied to Congress as a whole. But more importantly, he's lied to the American people. And he has been 100% negligent in his duties. And in some cases, it's deliberate. And so he is going to be impeached. But I, I also will throw this out there. We had a behind closed door meeting with several members of Congress and, and my Orcus about a year and a half ago. And it was said in the meeting, uh, you know, I understand you guys want to get rid of me. You want to impeach me. And we said, yes, because you're not doing your job and you're not being forthcoming with information. You're not, you, you are actively seeking to evade our questions, deliver answers to the American people. You're not executing on your mission. And he said, well, you're not going to like who comes next. And I asked him point blank if that was a threat. And he said, you take it as you will, Congresswoman. And that has rubbed me incredibly wrong because to stand there and be so arrogant and, and glib about our nation's national security in the face of all the things that we have seen, the trafficking, the horrible, the horrible assault on young children and women that takes place there, the public health crisis, the national security crisis, the humanitarian crisis, all the things that have happened, and that's what he has to say. You're not going to like who comes next. Mm. That like man has to, to go, and we're going to make sure it happens. Good, good. All right, uh, Kat, I appreciate you calling in today and appreciate the great work you're doing. It's going to be a crazy year, and uh, we got a lot of ground okay. to cover. Yes, sir. I look forward to catching up with you more in the future. Happy New Year, and I hope you have a great weekend. All right. Kat Kamick, everybody. Great lady. Great um, great job up on Capitol Hill. Uh, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. By the way, horrible story out of Perry, Iowa, was breaking as we were on the air yesterday, where you had a, a member of the LGBT community Open fire at an Iowa high school. And by the way, this story is vanishing. And the reason why is because the the shooter um, is of the LGBT persuasion. And so that doesn't fit the media's narrative. And they're, um, they're going to ignore the story. So our friends over at the libs of TikTok have come under fire. And now, the, um, the uh, by the way, and the Associated Press has a piece up. 
And the Associated Press, this is so disgusting. The Associated Press is, is basically justifying the shootings by saying that this guy was bullied and uh, that he was, um, you know, people were just mean to him. And uh, therefore, um, there was some justification in, in what he did. It's really despicable stuff. So now comes NBC News, and they're coming after the libs of TikTok. And they sent her a message, this reporter from NBC News, Matt Levides, and he says, uh, I'm reaching out with regards to your recent social post in relation to the Iowa mass shooter's LGBT identity. Each time there was a mass shooting where the shooter's identity is possibly LGBT, you and other conservative influencers appear to fixate on this and suggest to your millions of followers that people with LGBT identities are prone to violence. You freaking moron, sir! How many times have we seen a school shooting when the individual is a white guy and that's all the media does is fixate on the fact that he's a white guy and the white people are evil? The white people are evil. The reporter goes on to say, what would you say to your critics who say you're stoking fear, hatred, and potential violence in a group of marginalized people? Well, let me ask you a question, sir. Matt, Matt Leviticus, let me ask you a question, sir. What would you say to your critics who say you're stoking fear and hatred and political violence against white people? People of the Caucasian persuasion, honkies, saltine Americans. He says, we will be publishing a story by end of business day and would welcome your response. Thank you for your time, Matt. (laughs) Oh, the guy apparently when he wrote the email, he included his personal pronouns in the. (laughs) Anyway. This is, but this is where we are. So, and by the way, not it's not that it's it's important. It's really not important. I mean, you've got a bad person with a gun shooting and killing a sixth grader, injuring five other people, including the principal. That's an evil monster. But but when the Republicans, when conservatives play the game by the rules established by the drive-by media, and now all of a sudden they're the ones that are getting triggered. Do you see how all of this works? Oh, we got to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, coming up on the Newsmax TV show, we're going to be talking to the creator and uh, the director of Tool Pros, uh, which is a, it's a great, great podcast. Brent Ridley is going to uh, be with us. Also, Martha Zoller and Jeff Stein joining us. Martha from WDUN, Jeff Stein, KXEL. And uh, we're going to weigh on some of the big uh, big culture war stories of the week um, as well. That's on Newsmax 2 coming up at 3 o'clock Eastern. In the meantime, let's head over to the phone lines. James in Memphis, Tennessee, KWAM, our great affiliate there. Hi, James. What's going on? Man, you got a great show today. And that lady that said, talked about the Republican Party. The Republican Party is really, uh, they slow to react to anything. This man, they've been saying the same thing for three years, the same thing. And it's really disheartening to see these people on TV saying, the if they don't flick your bit, it's just like they know that the gullible Americans 
the Americans have been gullible since, I mean, just a long, how they can go along with this. But this is a lady named uh, Barbara George out of Texas. She talked about just immigration to black folks almost 40 years ago. Talking about how the damage is going to be toward the poor. The poor is going to suffer from all of this. That's what's going on. And this guy named Vic, he's the only Republican I know that really didn't win into neighborhood to galvanize these people that they see Biden ain't doing nothing. The Democratic Party ain't about nothing. James, you're right about no- James. You're right about Barbara Jordan. Uh, because, and what was that? Forty years ago? I mean, it's been a long time ago that she was warning people about about I- illegal immigration, and she was a Democrat. It's really pathetic. We done gone through this crap for three years. We just see we see it on TV when they say that going on. That we some damn fools, too, my friend. It's really pathetic. We talking about all this trans crap and all this foolishness, which ain't about nothing but the real deal. And plus, who's spending all this money? And I like what Vic said. This money system needs to be based on gold, silver, and the whole bit. This is in the Federal Reserve. He's talking about something here. I've been knowing about it ever since, man, before Vietnam and before a whole lot of crap. This just was common sense to these so-called agencies for the government. Now, it's- James, you're going to want to stick around um, because we're going to play that Barbara Jordan audio that you just talked about. So we're going to have that when we come back from the break. I appreciate you calling in. And yeah, it's uh, Republicans got to get their act together. No doubt about that. It is Open Line Friday, ladies and gentlemen. 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today. Wow, what a what a crazy day. Uh, in just a few moments... The President of the United States, Joe Biden, will be giving a a Darth Brandon 2.0 speech again in Pennsylvania, this time not in Philadelphia, uh, but he will actually be delivering that speech in Valley Forge. And uh, the President is expected to, to talk about how the greatest threat to America is white supremacy. Th- this guy's a moron. But but he's an he's a smart moron. At least the people that are writing these speeches are very smart people because they know that this is the issue that divides the country. But the greatest threat is not white supremacy. The greatest threat is coming across that southern border, and the greatest threat would be all the sleeper cells that are just waiting to be activated to blow us all to smithereens. So we're going to be taking your calls on that today. By the way, open line Friday. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. And uh, we're going to be getting to your calls. I do want to get to Carl, who's been holding on for a while, uh, listening to us in Virginia. Now, earlier in the program, we had a guy call up. He doesn't own a computer, doesn't own a smartphone, and he's really frustrated because uh, he says that most of life these days is conducted 
on a computer or on a smartphone, and he was sort of perplexed by all of this. Let's go to Carl in Virginia. Carl, what say you? Doing fine. How are you, my friend? I'm well. Thank you for asking, Carl. And it's been a while since the conversation turned to that point. I was going to talk to you about some computers. Uh, anybody that's even some common laborers, which I was for a while as a millwright, I had to use computers to uh, file my reports and get my work orders and all of that. So computers are a part of life now. Carl, it's true. And uh, again, it's, um, you know, when in the past, I don't know, 15 or 20 years, it's been remarkable just to see the changes in technology. And, and it, you know, I'm not the most technologically savvy person, but I'm, you know, able to get around the computer pretty well. But I can understand why it would be daunting for a person, you know, later in their later years to have to try to figure out how to work a laptop or a smartphone. Well, it's a learning curve. But that's the key, isn't it, Carl, is is getting out there and just learning and, and wanting to, to be able to learn. Well, you got to just do it. And if you mess up, just go back and do it again. Well, that's it. So that's, that's about right. Now, uh, Don Lynn and I run a community theater in our little hometown here, and uh, everything we do is dependent on computers, all the business we do, and, and the, the projection, the sound, lights are all on computers. You know, Carl, to that point, I went to a, um, a big church performance during the, the Christmas uh, holidays over at Bellevue Baptist Church, uh, their big singing Christmas tree. And uh, I was seated on the front row right in front of the orchestra, and I'm, I was kind of impressed by how clean and tidy the orchestra was. I'm like, where are all the, you know, the sheets of, of music paper, you know, with all the notes and all that kind of – there was none. And you know why, Carl? It was all on smart they, – they had these little um, iPads. So all the music was on the computer. Yeah, all the music we do here is on computer. It's fascinating. It's it's really, I mean, again, you kind of marvel at how technology has advanced. I feel sorry for the guy. I'm not sorry. I feel bad for the guy. I mean, I get it. It can be hard if you've never used a computer. It can be a daunting thing to open it up and say, okay, what do I do now? But I, I think if he would just take a course He'd be fine, and he's going to be very surprised at how easy it is to actually use a computer. Yeah, I think it's it's just I think the older you are, probably the harder it is to to get yourself in the mindset. But things have changed over the years. And when I started in college, all of our registration was manual. When I finished four years later, it was all on computer. Is that wow? That that's how quickly it's changing. Yeah. My goodness. Well, Carl, do you guys have any big shows coming up at the theater? We're doing Sound of Music in March. We just started rehearsals for that. Oh, I love that song. The uh, the, the Doa Deer, the female deer. I love that song. <laughs> All right. Well, Carl, yeah. and, and tell us the name of the theater if people want to look it up and uh, go online. Yeah, we have a, a website and also a Facebook page. The website is 246, the numbers, the main uh theater.com and theater spelled with an re and our facebook page is 246 the main and that'll give you all the information about it i love it all right well carl i know you guys put on some you and miss donna lynn put on some great performances uh folks got to check that out over in beautiful downtown brookneal virginia carl good hearing from you sir and uh, don't be a stranger i gotta brag a little bit before we go if i have time you can brag uh, 
The Lynchburg News and Advance newspaper did a, uh, and they're about 25 miles from us, as you know, uh, they did a, a uh, people's choice. And, and in the category of live entertainment, we placed number two, and we're not even in Lynchburg, and number one was the, the Academy of Fine Arts, which is a professional venue. Is that welcome? Well, congratulations, Carl. Well-deserved honors. Uh, You guys are doing great work out there, and we wish you guys nothing but the best. Thanks a lot, and Happy New Year to you and yours. All right. Happy New Year, Carl. And uh, Carl and Miss Donna Lynn, and they run a great theater program there in Brook Neal, Virginia. Good conservative folks as well. Uh, And if you're over in that neck of the woods, go over and show them some support. Uh, They're doing The Sound of Music. That's always a fun show. All right, uh, let's go to Ted in North Carolina, WSIC, wants to weigh in on the immigration issue. Hi, Ted, what's on your mind today? Hey, Todd. Um, I've talked with you about this before, and I have a little bit of an update on this. Um, Just to recap, my wife was a legal immigrant. She came here about 20 years ago um, from a former Soviet Union, and uh, I met her over there. And it took me about two years to get her into the country. Um, It was a huge, a huge effort. I had to visit, uh, make several embassy visits, both in Russia and in Kazakhstan. Uh, It cost a lot of money to do it. It took a lot of time. I had to get my congressman involved. Um, He had to have medical examinations, chest x-rays. Uh, affidavit, background check, all of this stuff. And uh, finally, about 2000, 2001, I was able to get her into the United States. Now, the situation is a little different. Her mother is still over there. And um, he went over there April of last year to try to get everything arranged for her mother to, to come to this country because okay. her mother had some health issues, and um, we feel like she could get good treatment here, and she could get good good, good treatment over there, too. But so what happened? My wife would say, well, about uh, it took my wife over a year to arrange it, and they were supposed to have a flight. Both of them fly from, from Russia to Armenia, uh, and then from Armenia to the United States. This was supposed to take place in October. About two days before the flight, um, her mother had some problems and ended up in the hospital. Now she cannot travel at all. So my wife has to stay over there. But, you know, one of the crazy things was they wanted her 85-year-old mother to go through all of this same stuff that my wife went through. Uh, They wanted a background check to make sure that my 85-year-old mother-in-law was not did not have a criminal record. Uh, so we had to get, my wife had to get in touch with the authorities in Kazakhstan in order to get documents to state that she wasn't, didn't have a criminal background. In uh, the usual medical examinations and COVID shots and all of this stuff, and now because they could not uh, come here, my wife could not bring her, her mother here, it would take another year of, for this process to go all the way through and to start get it all going again so her mother could come. All right, well, let me jump in here, and Ted, because like- we really don't have time. We, we, are, we are late for a break here, but let me, let, let me just say this. 
And um, let me just say this, uh, Ted, before we go to break. What you need to do is take the, your mother-in-law, fly the mother-in-law into Mexico City and uh, do a car rental and just drive her across the southern border. And uh, she'll be able to get into the country without any issues at all. I mean, that's the, that's the way to do it. So, Ted, good luck to you there. Uh, folks, we are super late for a break. We'll be right back. All right. Nikki Haley is um, not helping herself out here, folks. So, um, Nikki Haley is... Quite frankly, from the establishment vantage point, they see her almost as a diversity hire. I'm talking about the establishment wing of the party. And that's why they're throwing a lot of money and a lot of effort, uh, a lot of support her way. But it's just not working out. And, of course, uh, there was the big debacle over the the Civil War um, and what the Civil War was fought about. Uh, And now, um, well, cut number three. If you grow up in South Carolina, literally in second and third grade, you learn about slavery. You grow up and you have, you know, I had black friends growing up. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. You don't know. She didn't go there, did she? Come on, Nikki. Come on. Come on, darling. What's going on here? Yeah, when you have to say, I have black friends, that means you, you've got problems. You've got problems. I also listen to rap music. Ooh, and I love collard greens. <laughs> Yummy. <sighs> All right. There you go. So Nikki Haley, friend of the black American. <laughs> Oh, she got booed. That's not even the worst part of it all. She got booed because she was mocking Iowa caucus goers in New Hampshire, talking about how New Hampshire could fix Iowa's mistake. And she's saying this before the Iowa caucus. I cut number five. So, Ambassador, I want to ask you uh, about something you said at a town hall in New Hampshire. You talk about the importance of New Hampshire and Iowa. We're here in Iowa. But you said about the primary process that while Iowa goes first, New Hampshire, quote, corrects it. Oh, my God. Ron DeSantis said that was incredibly disrespectful to Iowa. Of course he did. And, of course, we are here in Iowa. I'm just looking around at people's faces. Okay, so uh, is there anything else you'd like to say? Look, we have done 150-plus town halls. you got to have some fun, too. So we're at this town hall. We had 700 people in New Hampshire. We're cutting up, and, yes, I said that, but... Keep in mind, I'm from an early state. South Carolina always knew that I was going to be the first caucus, New Hampshire's going to be first in the nation, and South Carolina wanted to be first in the South. It was a pact. It's still a pact that the three states, at least on the Republican side, had that we were going to keep that. But we banter against each other on different things. New Hampshire makes fun of Iowa. Iowa makes fun of South Carolina. It's what we do. So, I mean, I think the problem in politics now is it's just like too serious and too dramatic. If we're having fun, I don't live, eat, and breathe politics all the time. I like to have fun, too. And so if I'm hanging out with 700 people and we're trying to make jokes and have a good time, like you should be able to so do that, that without. Reflect the lack- oh, so she was just kidding. It was all <laughs> it's, it's all just a joke. It's all a joke. Well, Nikki Haley is right. Um, Her campaign is a joke. 
901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Let's go to Springfield, Missouri. Al is watching us on Newsmax 2. Hi, Al. What's on your mind today? Hi, now. I'm I'm wondering why the government is allowing all these laws to be broken when they're laws and they're part of the Constitution. And we've got, in my city here, there's people on every corner begging for money. And they're handing out all this money to the illegal immigrants coming in. I've got nothing. I don't have a problem with immigration as long as you go through the legal system. But just let them come in here and then giving them everything that they don't give our own veterans is just not right. Look, Al, I think it's a it's a look. It's a fair argument you've got there, and yeah, one set of rules for the illegals and another set of rules for the law-abiding American taxpayers. Yeah, and I know many people that are are getting more angry by the day, and. I'm not sure what what direction things are heading come this uh, this summer and fall. Well, Al, we've got to keep our we've got to keep our wits about us. Um, we can't we can't we cannot have a repeat of what happened on J six. We just can't do that. So, but but we can get out and vote, and that's the problem. Is that most conservatives did not go and actually vote on election day. So we've got to do that, and if we do that, if all the conservatives in America, Al, get up and put on their pants and go and vote on Election Day, we're going to be okay in this country. Al, got to run. Appreciate that call. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. I want to go back to this story out of um, Kansas, or rather Iowa where you had this this non-binary or LGBT shooter, this kid, who shot up the school. A sixth grader got killed. Five other people were wounded, including the principal, who turns out to be a hero in all of this. The principal literally put his body between the gunman and the kids, and uh, the guy got shot up. He survived, but um, he's in, you know, it's it's not good. It's not good. So now you have the Associated Press coming out, and they're basically taking the side of the shooter. So they've got a story, and the Associated Press believes that the gunman deserves our sympathy. And they went out there, and they found people who know this kid, and they said they interviewed them, and they say that uh, that his that the kid was bullied, he was hurting, he got tired, and he was tired of the harassment, and he was tired of the bullying. And they interviewed a 17-year-old friend of this of this monster, the dead monster, by the way, Yesenia Roder-Hall. She says, was it a smart idea to shoot up the school? No, God, no. But the way the story is framed, they want you to feel sympathetic to the gunman because he's a member of the LGBT community. Now, if this had been a typical, you know, if this has been a white guy, or if this had been a, you know, a straight white guy, 
then there would have been no mercy. There would have been there would have been none of that, none whatsoever. They would have crucified him, and he should have been crucified. I'm just saying, if you shoot up a school like that, you deserve what's coming at you. All right, got to take a break. 901-260-5926. Again, our telephone number, 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, we are monitoring the the speech from Joe Biden. So as soon as um, as soon as Biden starts speaking, we may try to dip into that coverage. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that. In the meantime, I wanted to play some audio. This is Barbara Jordan, the Democrat, the Black Democrat, years ago, warning America about the the problem of illegal immigration. Let's take a listen. We have concluded that a properly regulated legal immigration system is in the national interest. We support, we support the basic framework of current policy, but I said properly regulated, and I mean that. Immigration is not a right guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution to everyone anywhere in the world who thinks they want to come to the United States. Immigration is a privilege. It is a privilege granted, granted by the people of the United States to those we choose to admit. But this This is not a mere favor that we grant to people because we're generous. We're a generous nation, yes. But administration is in our national interest. We admit that. It is in our national interest to unite families and create economic growth and protect those who flee persecution. Well, there you go. And now you can see how far we have actually come and how the Democrats, especially how far they have come and moved to the left on the issue of immigration, because Barbara Jordan was was giving us a, a mainline political party's view of immigration. Let's go to the phones here. 901-260-5926. Let's go to Rita in North Carolina watching us on Newsmax. Hi, Rita. What's on your mind today? I wanted to mention about Nikki Haley. While she was governor of South Carolina, she started all the monuments being pulled down and losing our history when she caved in to getting rid of the Confederate flag. So you had a problem with that, Rita? Did you have a problem with that flag? No, not really. It was just, it was part of our history. I mean, it was it's something that's also started being destroyed. That, uh, so it's, now we don't even have a conciliatory monument in Arlington. Well, it's, you're right. The reconciliation monument was dismantled by the Democrats because 
they have no desire to reconcile with anyone. You will either conform to their way of thinking, Rita, or they will try to destroy you. That's the Democrat philosophy these days. So, Rita, appreciate that call. Thank you for uh, listening. Let's go to Gregory in Houston, Texas, uh, watching us on Newsmax today. Hi, Gregory. What's on your mind? Well, I'm going to elaborate on the initial call earlier. Um, a gentleman called in about immigration. And being that I'm from Texas, I'm following this. Um, I'm actually a um, Air Force veteran. And, you know, I, I think that someone that comes here should go through the proper channels, of course. You know, you've elaborated on that. And basically what I'm going to bring up is the initial cost that Abbott is doing to transport illegal aliens to Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, and other areas. Um, there's millions of dollars of costs that have gone into this. Of course, they have to feed them along the way. And I want you to express your opinion on the transportation costs, feeding them, and just keeping them alive while many homeless struggle in america greg yeah well look i I think that's uh, gregory i think that's those are good questions and by the way uh be sure to check out the all-new patriot talk 9 20 a.m the new all-new conservative talk radio station that launched in houston um our three-hour show is on that on that radio station so you want to be sure to give them a a listen 9 20 a.m but to answer your question gregory that's that's really what bothers me the most about all of this that that law-abiding Americans are going without while we care for the needs of the illegal aliens who came into this country as criminals. And, it, and it, it troubles me, and you're right. We have so many homeless people here in this nation. I ask these um, these woke evangelicals, as we call them, the woke evangelicals. I ask them all the time, and nobody ever answers. They don't have an answer to this question. But how many people are we supposed to bring into this country? Is it a million, 10 million, 100 million? They never will answer that question. Well, we have to care for everybody. Well, we can't do that. We cannot care for everybody. We do not have the resources. We can't even care for the people that are already here. That's the problem. All right, Gregory, appreciate that call. Thank you for listening. Let's go to Boston. Our favorite millennial, Connor, is on the line. Hey, Connor, what's going on? Todd, happy new year, happy 2024, and hopefully this year we get the Biden crime family out of our the political spectrum. Well said. Well said. Happy new year, Connor. I just wanted to jump in on uh, the school shooter. And, you know, anybody who has sympathy for anybody like that, you know, they ought to really, like, rethink their morals. Because the only thing that's a shame with this person is that we couldn't try him in court, strap him to old Sparky in front of all his victim's family, and watch him burn what he did to those people. It's a shame. Or I'm happy he's gone, but, you know, it's like nobody should feel any shame for this or any sympathy for this person. Well, well, Connor, I will I will say this. You know, one of the concerns, uh, and someone actually documented all of this on social media, the number of these school shootings that have actually been perpetrated by members of that LGBT community, it really does make you wonder um, what exactly is going on here. Anytime, like, with a cult like that, you know, it's one of those things where it's like they're dying for the cause. They're not afraid to die. So it's like a movement for them, and, you know, it's just like we need to get this under control in the country because it's just gone too far. 
Yeah, well said. Connor, always good hearing from you. Pithy comments as always. Always a pleasure. And the best radio show on uh, Talk Radio. I'm not going to disagree with that. (laughs) All right, Connor. God bless. Great hearing from you. Uh, By the way, some breaking news to share with you uh, from the, if you are a member of the National Rifle Association, Wayne LaPierre has resigned uh, this as he is about to to go on trial. There's a big corruption trial in Manhattan. Uh, but anyway, uh, three decades of leading the National Rifle Association, Wayne LaPierre now stepping down. So that breaking news coming in. Let's go to Jackson, Tennessee, home of Rockabilly. Ken is listening to us on WTJS. Hi, Ken. What's on your mind? Oh, how are you? I'm well. Thank I, you for asking. Uh, just going to make a comment about Nikki Haley. Uh, I myself am a veteran, and so I've been around to many places. And there's still in the world a lot of disrespect for women. There are countries that stone women. There's countries that sell their wives. They disrespect women. And so in the world stage, the United States president, it's a very big, very expensive bluffing game. You throw a rock. I'm throwing a rock, you know, back and forth, back and forth. So I believe the world is not ready for a female United States president because of this. And not that the United States is not ready for a female president. I think that'd be fine. But in the world stage where it's all a bluffing game, you need the strong face, the strong force to to play that game. Ken, Ken, do you see anybody out there on the political field who would make a, a great female president? Not knowing how it is in other countries. I don't. No, but I'm just talking about here in America. Anybody out there, Christy Nome or Sarah Palin, anybody like that? I like Christy Nome, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure she could fill those shoes either. Well, that's interesting. And, and so why do you think that is? Why do you... So are you saying it's more of a global issue or that, that the world would not accept an American female president? Yes, just like they look at right now, we're looking at foreign countries are looking at Joe Biden as being weak because he's not retaliating. He's not flexing his muscles. Well, he has dementia. And I, but and yeah, so that, that too. I think that would be a problem with the female president. She would just be, it would be assumed that she would not flex her muscles or be able to play the, the big bluffing game with China. Ken, so, we, we are gonna, I'm going to pose your thought to the rest of the audience. I'm curious to hear their, their thoughts on this as well. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Ken from Jackson, Tennessee, says the world not ready for a female president of the United States. What say you? 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Uh, let's go to, well, let's stay in Jackson, Tennessee. Rick is listening to us on WTJS, wants to weigh in on immigration. Hi, Rick, what's on your mind? Uh, the gentleman is uh, really quite right, maybe. And uh, we we don't have the time, the time to be trying on these shoes. And quite frankly, all of the candidates the good points only, even. They don't, they, they fade away. There's only one. And, and it's too bad that we've gotten to the point where, but it can only be one. And it's, 
Donald Trump, we don't even have the luxury of so much. You know, I've been saying for five years that the, all roads will eventually lead to Epstein. And I was saying that about the Sacklers as far as the opioids uh, before they were even using their last family name. But to the immigration, my wife is a naturalized uh, Filipino, Filipina, and uh, sworn in in Memphis. Steve Cohen was one of the speakers, and you're talking about a great dead gum speech. Too bad that it was, I didn't really realize, uh, you know, later what a bum. The speech from Ms. Jordan was, was great. And as far as I remember, she was a, a definitely a Democrat. But in the fading days of what the Democrats could have may, uh, maybe held on to, too late for all that, it's Donald Trump. What Back to the immigration and I'll go, Todd. Your caller was correct. I've never liked Nikki Haley. There's something about that deep black hair and those uh, uh, people that have the whitest teeth in the world, like a Crest commercial. I don't it's like a car. Uh, my wife's Filipina. We, she was natural. So you're saying, so you're saying it's the tan and the uh, the the white teeth and the uh, the perfect uh, the the perfect hair, the whole nine yards. That that's that. There's a problem there. Yes, absolutely. But I, there's no real content. Forget the word context. I'm so sick of the dang word. Yeah. Uh, uh, everything is thrown into a. Con- Look, we reached a point where you have this person running Harvard, whatever, will walk away with a million a year as long as she wants it. I'm a writer, and uh, how dare plagiarism be okay. Uh, my dad even ended up at Harvard in the 1940s. Uh, uh, <laughs> Rick, we we got to ramp it there, my friend. We are super late for a break, but I, I appreciate your point. And there is something, it's kind of like used, there's a used car salesman vibe, I think I get from uh, some of the folks on the Republican side. And and I think that's that's what you were getting at. Appreciate that call. Got to take a break. This is Open Line Friday on the Todd Starn Show. All right. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show on this Friday edition. Always love Fridays. It's uh, Open Line Friday, and it's we're one of the few uh, talk radio programs that actually does something like this. And uh, we used to do this. We used to, Rush Limbaugh used to do this back in the day. And uh, we wanted to honor and continue that tradition. Let's go to Texas. And Cassie is uh, listening to us on uh, Newsmax, watching us on Newsmax, wants to weigh in on this female president. All right, what's your take? Yeah, so, you know, I've been living and raised in Texas. And just, we've got a few different viewpoints in the rest of the world. But I will say this. I just I don't agree that a woman should be elected to do a man's job. And that, to me, it's just says we've never had anybody, a, a woman, lead us into war. So why would we have a woman as, as our president? I just, she, women think emotionally. Men don't. It just, it, that scares me. What if she just like, so, so hold on just a second. I want to I want to bring another caller into this conversation. Let's bring in Rita, 
who's uh, in North Carolina watching us on Newsmax. So, Rita, you just heard what uh, uh, Casey had to say here about the female president. What do you say? Is it a good idea to have a female as president? No, I don't think it's a good idea at all. Not right now, anyway. I don't think uh, Nikki Haley is able to do the job. I think she would be a pushover just like Biden is. And she, I'm just wondering what she would do if we were to go to war. And I think that's, so ladies, anybody out there that would be a good female president, or do you think that the, the presidency is for a guy? Nancy, go ahead. I, I don't believe that we should have a woman at all. I don't care who she is. Rita, what say you? Well, I don't think it's time for a female president at all, especially not Nikki Haley. I just don't think she is strong enough to do the job. I think she would fall weak on her knees if we were to go to war. All right. Well, lady, I have to say I'm 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 surprised by this, but I, I understand where both of you are coming from. And uh, ladies, I appreciate you uh, weighing in on this. And uh, thank you for watching us on Newsmax today. There you go. Um, real quick, let's go to Salem, Oregon. Kathy's on the line listening to us on our great affiliate there, KYKN. Hi, Kathy. What say you? Hi, Todd. Um, I was just really shocked by what Kat Kamek said um, that Mayork has said to her, that if you don't like me, you won't like what's coming. That, to me, is an admission of guilt. Um, they're doing this on purpose. And I don't know why anybody, everybody is not up in arms about this lawless bunch. I'm pretty upset. Kathy, uh, yeah, and that's why we and, and we're going to get into more of this next week on on the on the show. We have got to light up the phones, and we're we're just going to have to force the issue with the Republicans. They are going to have to impeach and remove Mayorkas from from his position. Uh, we've just got to do it. Kathy, appreciate that call. We're ramping up the day, and uh, thank you for listening to us. Thanks to all of our great listeners, not only in Salem, Oregon, but all across this great nation that we love so very much. It has been a very, very busy week here on the Todd Starts Radio Show. Uh, folks, have a great weekend. We're going to do this all over again starting Monday. want to thank our great team here in Memphis. Thank all of our great listeners. You folks have a great Friday. And whatever you do, be sure to go to church this weekend. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.